Hey, Kirkwood. Welcome to the August episode of your KPL podcast. I am your host, Ryan Drinkard, and as always, I'm joined by... Jagisha Patel. Yay! Welcome back, Jagisha. Thank you. I'm sure everyone out there, all the parents, are excited. It's August. It's time for the wee ones to get out of the house and back to school. That's right. It's back to school. Exciting time. I loved back to school when I was a kid. Anyway, we have some fun programming happening this month, and we have a great interview with the Director of Customer Service Acquisitions and dot, dot, dot. Courtney Flesh. Yes. yes. Uh, I'm looking forward to speaking with her. We also will be highlighting an exciting new service called Canopy, so stay tuned to learn about that. Uh, some new drop-in time. Mm-hmm. And, of course, our usual stuff like book clubs. And book reviews. We have a lot to talk about, so let's just get started. We might as well. Hello, everybody. So I have a special guest with us today. I have Courtney Flesh, Director of Customer Services with us. And she is in charge of everything to do with books, DVDs, audiobooks, CDs, which from checking them out and getting them back on the shelves after you've had a chance to read, listen, enjoy, enjoy items that we can check out. Thank you so much for having me, y'all. Welcome, Courtney. So, um, how long have you been with the Kirkwood Public Library? I have been with the Kirkwood Public Library since fall of 2011. Um, I actually started off as a shelver, and then I moved into being the teen IT assistant, where I got to learn all about the technology in the library, which was really exciting, uh, and worked on teen programming and recommending teen books. Um, and then several years ago, we did some restructuring, and uh, they created um, a customer service department, which uh, combined the circulation and stack maintenance departments into a single department, and I became the head of that department. And then most recently, we did a little bit more restructuring um, when one of our wonderful employees retired, Bonnie Peterson, who had been the head of cataloging and acquisitions, and I became the director of customer service, cataloging, and acquisitions. So now I get to work with not only the bringing in of the books a little bit um, and helping get those out as quickly as possible, but also with the actual reshelving and then checking out of material. Pretty neat. An impressive title, nonetheless. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yes, you're missing some on your um, uh, tag there. Yes, my name tag only fits so much. <laughs> We've got to triple it in size. Yep. <laughs> so uh, Jagisha gave a fantastic idea of what your job entails, but is there anything else that we might have left out uh, that you do? I just like to think of myself as a person who gets to step in into all sorts of places. I get to help a little bit with everything, and I think my background of having had a chance to work in a lot of the different departments here at the library allows me to do that. So I can help with a little bit with technology, and I can help with locating materials, and I can help if we've gotten something in a wayward place where it doesn't really belong. So it's kind of nice to be able to just hop in and out with all sorts of things within my day, so my day is never the same. <laughs> <laughs> And that makes it go by faster. Yes, it does. <laughs> it does. I think this is that's one of the fun things about working here at the library. It is my day is never the same. So depending on what questions I get at, at the reference desk or the technology or I'm here recording a podcast, it's going to be different every day. It's a little bit of everything. Yep. Yeah, I enjoy the problem solving and the searching. Like the search is on for that one DVD or that book. Where could it have gone? And I would like to say that 
I'm fairly sophisticated now at locating materials. We don't we don't find it every time, but a good 99% of the time we'll figure out where where it's disappeared into. Yeah, yeah, that's the fun part. It's like a scavenger hunt. <laughs> where did it go? All right, so is it on a display? Is it on a cart? Is it just misshelved or just shifted over a little bit? So, you have to be yeah. part detective. You do. And Sandra is, like, the best at it. She is amazing. Sandra's very good. Um, we have another staff member, Brian, who can see a movie from, like, 50 feet away. He's like, it's right there. Don't you see it? It's pretty awesome. <laughs> Yeah, when I used to do a lot of uh, multimedia jobs for different retailers, uh, a lot of times I did the DVD department. And much like Brian, I would recognize DVDs by color. And so, like, I could be far away, and I'm like, well, that DVD is pink. So that's, and now that skill's lost to me now. <laughs> it's an impressive talent. So we, we've got a few questions. So I'm going to fire away with, I think, one of the more interesting ones. What is the weirdest thing you've ever found in our book drop? So one time we received a toaster oven in our book drop, oh. um, full of uh, additional um, cutlery as well. Um, okay. So if you ever need a toaster oven, apparently one of the places to place that is our book drop. Please don't. <laughs> uh, but we were, we were surprised by said toaster oven. Now, was the intention possibly it was a donation or... I do not know what the intention was. Unfortunately, we were not really able to keep the toaster oven as it had rained overnight. And we were a little worried about the um, pluggability of said toaster oven. But we did receive a toaster oven on top of our outside book drop. I was glad that they did not try and push it in because I don't know how well that would have worked. (laughs) (laughs) That is definitely Uh, strange. That is. So I'd read an article, I think it was one that was sent out when Sarah was still working here, and she, it was an article of different things that that they find as bookmarks in the book. So there was one that people found, food apparently is a big item, so like cheese and bologna are good bookmarks that people use. I can say, honestly, I haven't gotten a whole lot of food items, although we do occasionally get some sticky pages that we get to uh, clean off, but... um, Kleenex is used quite frequently, which uh, we do keep a lot of um, alcohol uh, rub on hand yeah. because we never know if that was used or not. Um, and not. Uh, <laughs> we have uh, gotten a lot of combs. Um, we get a lot of combs. We get a lot of fun bookmarks, um, which uh, we do keep usually for a little while in case anybody realizes that they forgot their um, favorite bookmark. So fear not. But if you do discover that you have misplaced a favorite bookmark and thought you might have left it in a library book, please get in touch with us as soon as possible. Um, so if we can try and get that back to you, we will. Um, we The trading cards for the children's librarians have been very popular as bookmarks recently. But yeah, we get, we get, we get a lot of things put in books that I would not have thought to put in a book. Uh, Once upon a time, I was part of the circulation team as well, and I think the strangest things that that popped up frequently was personal checks or business checks, and I I would have thought that would be a very strange thing to leave in your book. We get a lot of um, traveling items. Um, We get to see where our patrons are going to and coming from. Uh, Recently, we got a train ticket from Europe, uh, which was really kind of cool. Somebody asked do we need to save this? And I was like, I think they're probably come back from Europe. I think we're safe to recycle, uh, said uh, Metro ticket for, uh, I think it was a German ticket. We do get to see a lot of what where people travel to. Well, that's pretty Our neat. books have been around the world. <laughs> <laughs> come back home to Kirkwood. Yep. Very nice. All right. So one of the questions 
that we usually ask everybody who's a guest is your favorite book or movie or what you're reading right now. Uh, so I, I thought very hard about this question. Um, I'm going to just delve into a little bit of nostalgia at the moment. Um, I really enjoy, I, I, I tend to read more nonfiction and I also really like uh, short stories. Um, so I'm going to throw out, if you haven't read recently, um, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark by Alvin Schwartz. That's fantastic. And the uh, movie is soon to come out, and you never know with trailers, but it looks pretty good so far, so I'm probably going to go back and read that. And he also wrote another set of stories for even younger than the Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark group, a book called In a Dark, Dark Room and Other Scary Stories, which has one of my favorite tales about a woman with a uh, ribbon tied around her neck, and I won't spoil the story for you, but if you have a chance to read In a Dark, Dark Room and Other Scary Stories, um, that is a, a personal favorite of mine. When I was a kid, those would be part of like the book fairs, and mm -hmm. I, I had my copy of, I think there was three volumes of those. There and, are. Uh, and I would attribute that to my love of horror films. I remember very little... I, the illustrations is still with me. Like I could still, and as a kid, boy, I'd have to leave my closet lights on or something. That like, and to this day, I can't think of something that is more frightening than those illustrations in that book. Yes, and you have to get the original illustrations because they did redo the illustrations to be more friendly um, several years ago, which I just kind of shook my head out a little bit i was like but that was the best part that's what got you like these stories are not very long but boy you saw that face with those spiders coming out and you did not Whoa. forget it no you do not <laughs> it is still with me and i think that fed into i do really enjoy horror not just horror but sort of scarier darker stories like um, i like a lot of Bray bad bradbury something wicked this way comes i try and read every year around halloween and then my nonfiction, I tend to read a lot of medical history, I find very fascinating. And the band played on is very interesting. Also, um, I'm currently reading The Pandemic Century, which is taking snippets of different pandemics uh, over the course of the last hundred years, summarizing them. And I just finished a book on the Black Death Ooh. in uh, San Francisco in the early 1900s, mm -hmm. which was very interesting. I did not realize that plague really does still exist because apparently still about six people or so in the united states get plague every year from squirrels and rabbit or squirrels and rats and things and i was like okay staying away from animals <laughs> <laughs> i did not need to know this <laughs> uh i've been reading um uh something similar um the to uh, i guess to promote another podcast the sawbones book which is a really fun read is that um do we, do we own that in the catalog yet? That's a fantastic question. I have it in my Amazon wish list. I have not yet read it. <laughs> if we don't, I'm, then I'm going to make it a point to Yes, do you should a... fill out a blue sheet. Oh, uh, we do have yep. blue requests for purchase sheets <laughs> that patrons can recommend we get books with. Um, and I've been meaning to either purchase that book or put it in as a request for purchase. So I will definitely have to look into that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fun and disturbing read about... Our uh, medical history misadventures. Yes, and I always enjoy the their um, that podcast as well. I, I have it uh, subscribed to, and whenever they do live podcasts and Sydney comes up and they're like, ah, it's <laughs> hilarious. I'm like, yes, you, you guys do a great job. They do. They're fun and entertaining. And then on the movie side, 
I have to say two of my favorite films are both directed by Rob Reiner, which are When Harry Met Sally <laughs> and The Princess Bride. And I have hit the perfect age at 32 to watch When Harry Met Sally. So I definitely need to do that before my next birthday for that third third act of that movie. I also like to watch a lot of world cinema. And so I'm really excited about the new service we have, Canopy, that has a lot of world cinema on it. When I was scrolling through some stuff, they had like mostly Martha, which is a really great German film that they... We Americans like to remake stuff, uh, remade with no reservations uh, a couple years ago, but I still love the original German film. We have a nice foreign film section here at Kirkwood Public Library, and some of my favorites there are uh, Europa, Europa, uh, Run, Lola, Run, and Farinelli, which is a really good Italian film. I will second that. Those um, are all fantastic. Yeah, and, and one thing about Canopy that I really like is uh, they have such a good Criterion collection. And there are so there are some questionable ones, but on the whole, Criterion Collection is fantastic, uh, and I really like uh, oh, what Nail and I is on there, and I remember that being a really good Richard E. Grant and uh, Paul McGann film, and just so many good titles. Yeah, I haven't dipped into the Criterion Collection yet on Canopy. I was kind of excited to see that Canopy has a lot of documentaries and short subject films. Um, something that was um, nominated for an Academy Award, Skin. Uh, this last Academy Award film I had put on like my watch list, but I hadn't gone out to see where I could find it yet. And I found it on Canopy and I added it right to my watch list. I haven't had a chance yet to watch it, but I'm looking forward to being able to watch some more of those documentary type films and short subject films that can be difficult to find and released on DVD. Yeah, yeah, I love those. That's one of the best parts about Canopy is, is the documentaries that you get access to. Which and, um, unless you have like Netflix or one of the other services, it's really hard to get documentaries. Yeah, and I was also kind of looking, um, because of course we also have Hoopla, and there's a nice, um, with Canopy, you have unlimited kids films that you can watch if you're on it, and with Hoopla, everything that you check out counts towards those limited number we can check out each month, but uh, Muzzy is also on Canopy, and I'm looking forward to revisiting like my German Muzzy roots um, <laughs> on Canopy and not have it count towards my total number. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a lot of fun. And then speaking of Hoopla, I also uh, have been known to watch some really bad B-movie films that can be really enjoyable. Mm -hmm. um, and Hoopla has um, some, some 80s favorites that I'm sure nostalgia has probably faded a, a little bit in my mind, but a, a movie called Chopping Mall, I'm very oh, much looking uh, forward yeah. to rewatching. No, uh, it's, <laughs> it's still bad, but it's still fun. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of those on, on Hoopla that I, I enjoy too, and it's been a while since I looked, but I also enjoyed, they used to have, or they still probably have, a, like a lot of riff track selections. So like you get also those terrible films, and then you get comedic commentary that go with it, which is just fun to do with, uh, you know, kind of roast them. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have a favorite story about the Kirkwood Public Library you'd like to share with us? One of my favorite stories actually came from when I was the teen IT assistant. And um, I was helping a lady whose mother was turning 100. And I helped her create a um, video with uh, pictures and things from her mother's history. And they used that and played it at um, her mom's birthday party. Um, and I did get an invite to the birthday party. I wasn't able to attend, but um, it was very... Uh, gratifying to be able to help somebody create something that was that special and to see the history of a person who lived to be that age and show someone how to do something new with using our adding music to a movie and being able to scan pictures and things to preserve those for the future. Wow, that's really neat. Yeah, it's a beautiful story. Thank you so much, Courtney, for joining us today. 
You're welcome, and thank you so much for having me. It's yeah, this pleasure. is a lot of fun. <laughs> How about we talk about our August programming? That sounds like a good idea. What is happening in August other than parents doing the happy dance because kids are going back to school? Well, to start with, let's talk about summer reading. Discover a World of Stories is ending on August 11th. Don't forget to log your pages at kirkwoodpubliclibrary.org slash summer reading to be entered to win a world of fantastic prizes. It's ending soon. This is your last chance. Don't, don't miss out, Kirkwood. I have another exciting program that's coming in August. I know you're excited about this one, too. So Trivia Avengers Assemble. Gather up your most knowledgeable sidekicks and join your host, Jagisha. And Ryan. For a Marvel vs. DC Trivia Night. Questions will range from comics, films, cartoons, and television shows. Now, this event will be Tuesday, August the 6th at 7 p.m. You're welcome to bring snacks and non-alcoholic beverages. Registration is required for this, so call 314-821-5770, option 2, or sign your Justice League up at kirkwoodpubliclibrary.org slash calendar. Excelsior, Kirkwood. All ages are welcome. Now over to Jagisha for other fun programming. That's right. So we've got our monthly programs. Uh, so we have our Good Yarn Stitching Club on August 20th. It's a Tuesday at 7 p.m. And all you have to do is bring your current yarn project. So whatever you do, crochet, embroidery, knitting, felting, even if you do that, bring them in and hang out with your fellow crafters. And then we also have another crafter work coming up in August. It's on the 28th, which is a Wednesday at 7 p.m. It's Henna with Henna Tattoo St. Louis. There's going to be a group of ladies coming in to teach you how to do the art of henna tattoos. This should be a lot of fun. Uh, you are required to register because space is limited. Just come in and be ready to draw some amazing designs on yourself or on a friend. That sounds like fun. Uh, are you looking for a good book club? Well, did you know the Kirkwood Public Library has six different book clubs? Most meet monthly. Choose from mystery readers, book club at the end of the universe, reader circle book discussion, Community for Understanding and Hope book group, Books on Tap, and the Saturday Morning Perks. You can find information on dates, times, and the titles being read at kirkwoodpubliclibrary.org slash calendar. All right, so there's one thing I wanted to talk about that we didn't, probably should have talked about on the July podcast, but we didn't, and that is the art gallery and the featured artists that we have in our art gallery right now. We certainly should have. So it is called the KPL Staff Art, What We Do When We're Not Reading. And currently, all of our various staff members have put up their different art. An assortment of beautiful different types of work. So we have um, drawings and paintings. We've got knitting, uh, quilting, quilling, poetry. So lots of things. And um, I would encourage you to drop by the Kirkwood Library and take a look. The art gallery is located in our computer lab, and these pieces are only going to be up till the end of August. So come on up, take a look at it. Uh, Jagisha, I believe you have a piece up there. That's right. I did a piece in graphite, and it's a baby elephant holding on to his mom's trunk, and it's called I Caught You, and it's the title. It is adorable. You don't have to take my word for it. Drop on by our art gallery and take a look for yourself. 
All right, let's talk about youth and teen programming. What do we have for your young ones? They are probably very excited to be getting back to school. Now, I was a nerdy child who loved back to school. I loved buying new supplies and new clothes, and then I was just very excited to meet my teachers. I was a very nerdy child. I don't know if that was all true for myself. <laughs> I think I would have just uh, probably been happier if I was at home reading. Okay, yeah. No, I was, yeah, I got excited about school. I liked going to school. <laughs> Not that I didn't enjoy it in time. I was fairly shy. Not shy anymore, <laughs> I should say. Not so much. You grow up. <laughs> anyway, so what do we have going on for the kids? So we have a program called Young Artists, which is going to be August 10th from 10.30 at 10.30 a.m. That's for ages 4 to 6. And basically, it's a chance to play with some art supplies. So dress for a mess and then just bring your creativity. Uh, we also have a family book club that's going to meet August 14th. Ooh, what are they reading? Um, they're reading Front Desk by Kelly Yang. So it is uh, Wednesdays at 7 p.m., grades 4 to 6. All right, and then for the teens, we have, and this is going to be the last one, I guess, for the summer. It's Dungeons & Dragons Sunday. So you're going to join Dragon Master Shannon for some D&D &D fun. It's going to be August 4th. Make sure you roll those 20s. That's right. And sign up is required, so please sign up. Friday, August 9th from 5.30 to 7 p.m. Teen Summer Party. So read 30 hours or more and you're invited to the end of Summer Party. There's going to be lots of activity, food, and fun surprises. And again, online sign-up is required. And that is it for our youth and teen programming. So earlier in the podcast, you might have heard Courtney talk about our newest service. Canopy. What is Canopy and how do you get it? Well, Canopy is an award-winning video streaming service providing access to more than 30,000 independent and documentary film titles of unique social and cultural value from the Criterion Collection, The Great Courses, Media Education Foundation, and thousands of independent filmmakers. Canopy's dedication to thoughtful entertainment includes educational and engaging videos for children of all ages, as well as the young at heart. Canopy is now available for resident Kirkwood cardholders who are offered five checkouts per month. The service can be accessed through any web browser or on Apple, Android, and Kindle Fire devices, as well as through Apple TV, Fire TV, and Roku. It's a pretty neat service that is that is new, so Check it out, Kirkwood. Let's watch some movies together. While we're on the subject of services, I've got also a fantastic announcement to make. Our drop-in IT service is adding a day. Running from August 5th to September 30th, we'll be doing drop-in IT on Mondays. It will be held from 7 to 8 p.m. So if you can't make it on our Wednesday and Saturday times, which will still be going on Wednesday from 2 to 4 p.m. and Saturdays from 10 a.m. to noon, you could come to our Monday evening one. Now this will only be for an hour. It'll be 7 to 8 p.m. and we'll be stopping on September 30th while we reevaluate our drop-in IT hours and schedule. So this is exciting because now we have an evening time. So now we have times covered Monday evening, 
Wednesday afternoons 2 to 4, and Saturday mornings 10 to 12. Yeah, the idea that hopefully it'll open up a window for people who couldn't take advantage of it before, but did have some IT questions. And as always, we'll be offering Grab-A-Geek, so in case none of these IT drop-in times work and you just want specialized one-on-one help, go to the KirkwoodPublicLibrary.org and fill out a Grab-A-Geek form or give us a ring. We'll be happy to set you up with an appointment. So as summer reading is coming to a close, let's talk about what we've been enjoying this summer. Take it away, Jagisha. What have you been reading? I've been reading lots of young adult fantasy. That Uh, sounds good. Yeah, I have. I go on these kicks. I don't know if you do this, but I go on these odd kicks of different genres where all I want to do is read one particular genre. So a little while back, I was on a cozy mystery kick, and would, it was reading several cozy mysteries a month. Oh, no, completely. If I get excited about something, I binge it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a, it's basically a binge. So we've been binging even before binging was a thing. <laughs> or I've been binging before binging was a thing, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, there was one summer where I decided I was going to read all the Russian classics. <laughs> that is pretty intense. That, yes, well, that was a little bit harder. So I did. I get. Through, I got through Novikov and um, Dostoevsky, which hopefully I didn't butcher that too badly. Um, and then I kind of got tired because a lot of that is a little depressing. <laughs> Just a touch. <laughs> so I've been reading. As I said, I'm on this young adult kick, and so I just finished Sorcery of Thorns by Margaret Rogerson. And this book was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it, partially because it's about a librarian who gets accused of releasing a dangerous grimoire. That sounds like a Sunday for us. Yes. (laughs) Anyway, there's a young librarian who works in a library. In the book, being a librarian is like being a warrior because they are in charge of these dangerous magical books that can kind of turn into monsters that attack. And You know, as someone who loves the library, this was just right up my alley. I just really thoroughly just enjoyed the book and the imagination of the author and the different things that she had kind of, this world that she had created. I mean, one of the best things about fantasy is that you get to go into these different amazing worlds that the authors create. I really love the book. I highly recommend it. Sorcery of Thorns. Mm Uh, well, I recently read a very popular one called Where the Crawdads Sing by Dila Owens. It was very good, but I'm pretty sure our listening audience is just devouring it currently. So I will try to avoid saying anything really about it to avoid spoilers, as it is essentially a mystery. It is extremely well written. It, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I would highly recommend it to everyone out there. So that's Where the Crawdads Sing. I also recently picked up uh, a new graphic novel called uh, Volume 2 of the West Coast Adventures by Kelly Thompson. Volume 2 is nowhere near as good as Volume 1, so I'm just going to say everybody go out there and read Volume 1. It's uh, it's funny. It's not really taken too serious. It's pretty lighthearted, and it's just a good, quick read with some fun characters. Additionally, for the summer reading, well, it's not really reading, but I, I do want to uh, share something that I've been watching that I think is exceptional. Uh, I've just finished uh, the newest season of the Masterpiece Mystery Endeavor. This is their uh, sixth season, and it's uh, it's a fantastic BBC mystery show about a, a detective in Cambridge in the well the nineteen sixties, and uh, it's you know with anything like a British mystery series, it's extremely well done. 
Yeah, and if you're not familiar with this, it's actually a prequel to De Inspector Morse. Yes. So if you are a fan of the Inspector Morse series, this is actually about Morse as a young constable, I believe it is. Or yes. Or detective Co constable or something like that. Coming up in the ranks. Yes. Yep. And I've watched the first two seasons of that. I've kind of fallen off the radar, or it's fallen off my radar, rather. And I enjoyed the first season. I loved his superior officer, the character. Detective Thursday. Yeah. Thir yeah, that's right. His name was The Day. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved him. I just thought he was, he really balanced out Inspector Morse really, really well. Or I agree. Morse. I think it's a, I think it's a fantastic show. It's, it's one that I'm really enjoying right now. Now, I just finished, and this was part of our book club discussion, and I might have mentioned this book in a previous podcast. I just finished The Wife by Meg Wolitzer, and this was so good. We had a mixed review in the book club. Some of the people liked it, and some of the people did not like it. And what I loved about the book is the writing is phenomenal. I mean, sitting there and just reading the prose, this person, Meg Wolitzer, is amazing at her prose. You don't get, like, great prose sometimes in some books but then the story is about this wife and her supporting her husband who is a writer and her support of him throughout his career and since this is such a good book and it's also been made into a movie recently with um glenn close and jonathan price, jonathan price thank you uh, so there's no i won't give any spoilers away but really good book um it's not super long and i think you'll enjoy it and then go ahead and watch the movie too because um, a lot of the ladies did like the movie. Because what they did was they read the book and then they had checked out the movie from the library too. Mm -hmm. So then they had a little movie thing afterwards after they uh, read the book. That's always fun to do. Mm -hmm. Jagisha and I on the program talk a lot about our favorite books and our favorite movies. But we really want to know which ones are yours. Which brings us to this brand new August podcast contest. In, for the month of August, write us a review for the KPL podcast on iTunes, and you will be entered to win a guest spot on our podcast. That's right. The winner will join Jagisha and I on a future episode of the KPL podcast to discuss their favorite book, their favorite movie, their favorite soundtrack or album. We'd love to know what you think. Uh, the winner will be announced on our October episode, and then we'll get in touch and we'll figure out times to work best for you. So get to writing, Kirkwood. We want to hear from you in the form of a review on iTunes. Well, we did it again, Jagisha. We've we conquered another month. We did. And I hope you enjoyed this. And leave us a review. And don't forget to drop on by and check out all these great, wonderful books. Check out our wonderful books, our movies. Music. Music. All sorts of things. Yes. Magazines, periodicals. Yes. That's right. I forgot about those. I'm like, what else do we have at this library? Oh, we have so much. We do. And, of course, don't forget about our art gallery. Oh, yeah. Please come check it out. Tell us, tell us what you think. So, well, that pretty much does it for us for the summer. We'll see you right back here in September for the fall. <laughs>